Hi everyone, welcome to See It or Shove It. I'm Greg, here with another week of reviews. Each week I give you my opinion on the latest film releases, and I advise you whether you should spend your time and money to see it, or if you just shove it out of your memory and pretend it doesn't exist. I know I said last week that Wednesday would be the new drop day, but honestly if I can get it done sooner, I'll release it for you. When I started this podcast, I viewed it as a work in progress. This week, during Quick Picks, I will now be giving you the best hidden gems to seek out starring or directed by the talent behind the featured films of the week. If you have any other ideas of what you'd like to hear, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at BrewstersDad73. I have another segment idea in progress that is a suggestion by a loyal listener. More details coming soon about that. Now, let's get started on this week's show. New movies this week include Academy Award-winning director Jordan Peele, who returns to theaters with his latest thriller, Nope. Jenny Slate takes her beloved YouTube series to the big screen in Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans battle it out in The Gray Man. And two volcanologists dedicate their lives to the mysteries of Earth in the documentary Fire of Love. Up first is the latest Scarefest by the talented Jordan Peele and starring Oscar winner Daniel Kaluuya, Emmy winner Kiki Palmer, Oscar nominee Steven Yun, and a menacing UFO that torments a barren Southern California town. This is Nope. Did you ever tell me? What did you see in a cloud? Well, it's not what you think. No! They took him. They took him all. I'm trying to save you. My brother is out there. I don't think they take you. If you don't look at it. The film opens mysteriously with a bloodied chimpanzee running amok on what looks to be a sitcom set. It then cuts to the ranch where Haywood's Hollywood horses reside. Haywood's horses are known for being used in various motion pictures. Otis Haywood Jr., played by Academy Award winner Daniel Kaluuya, is conversing with his father when all of a sudden, the atmosphere takes a turn, and things start falling out of the sky, including a nickel that fell with such force it kills Otis Sr. With the ranch in financial dire straits, OJ and his sister Emerald, played by the dynamic Kiki Palmer, are determined to find out what exactly killed their father as they do not believe the theory that things fell out of an airplane overhead. They are convinced it was a UFO. So, with the help of an electronic store clerk named Angel, played by Brandon Perea, they try to get footage of the extraterrestrial event so they can sell it for a huge sum. Without giving too much away, nearby theme park Jupiter's Claim is run by Jupe Park, played by Oscar nominee Steven Yun, who has shady dealings that may or may not be connected to the events going on in this town. I give this movie a... See it! I know audiences are divided over this one, but I found it to be thoroughly entertaining. In a world where so many films are sequels, prequels, reimaginings, and origin stories, it is always refreshing to me to see something original. Director Jordan Peele is a gifted writer and director, and while this may be the weakest of his three movies so far, after the brilliant Get Out and the terrifying Us, 
a weak entry by him is still pretty damn great. Few other directors know how to masterfully ratchet up tension like he can. I was sitting in the theater the first time I saw this with this feeling of suspense when things got moving in the story. And yes, I said the first time I saw this. I was so enamored with this film that I went to see it again the next day. The first time was in IMAX and the second in Dolby. And if you have a choice, IMAX is the way to go. This was filmed specifically for it, and the final 30 minutes were absolutely breathtaking on that large screen. If you're into spooky UFO films, you'll probably enjoy this. Next up is the stop-motion animated film based on a series of short films starring the voice talents of Saturday Night Live alum Jenny Slate. This is Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Tell me about what's life like. It's pretty much common knowledge that it takes at least 20 shells to have a community. My cousin fell asleep in a pocket, and that's why I don't like the saying everything comes out of the wash. Because sometimes it doesn't, or sometimes it does, and they're just like a completely different person. The film follows a documentarian named Dean, played by director Dean Fleischer Camp who is staying in an Airbnb when he discovers Marcel, a one-inch-tall shell, voiced by Jenny Slate, who has been living in the home with his grandmother, Nana Connie, voiced by Isabella Rossellini. And, also, he lives with his pet ball of lint named Alan. Inspired by this discovery, Dean sets out to make a documentary about Marcel where he learns of Marcel and Connie's love of the show 60 Minutes and its host, Leslie Stahl, as well as the fact that there used to be an entire community of shells on the property, including the rest of Marcel's family. It turns out the shells were accidentally taken with the previous owners after they left, and Marcel wants to use the documentary as an opportunity to reunite with his family. Marcel becomes a cultural phenomenon, but can he find the same support in finding his family? I give this film a... Huge see it! This film was just about the cutest thing I've seen in quite some time. Slate's performance makes Marcel the most lovable snail you'll ever witness. Not that you'll witness a ton of snails, but you get my point. The story is simple, yet lovely, and the documentary aspect of the film keeps it moving right along. There are moments of humor balanced with poignant storylines, that make this a nice heartwarming tale that you won't forget. I couldn't help but get a little weepy during the funeral scene, where Marcel sings Peaceful Easy Feeling. I dare you not to get a little choked up when you see it. I know it's an independent film, but I do hope we get to see more of Marcel in some form or another in the future. New to Netflix is the latest action film from the Russo Brothers, Directors of the Smash Marvel films Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, and starring Oscar nominee Ryan Gosling as a CIA black ops assassin named Sierra Six, who is on the run from his own agency after discovering incriminating secrets about them. This is The Gray Man. They have something they really want. What's your gut? It's going to be my funeral you're going to next. You want to make an omelet? gotta kill some people you must be lloyd what gave it away the trash dash it just it leans lloyd Easy. 
The film starts in 2003 with Six visited in jail by senior official Donald Fitzroy, portrayed by Oscar winner Billy Bob Thornton. After being convicted of killing his abusive father in order to save his brother eight years prior, he is offered freedom in exchange for working as an assassin for the CIA. Flash forward 18 years to 2021, where we find Six on a mission in Bangkok, where he is ordered to kill a target accused of selling national security secrets. After the assassination does not go as planned, he eventually hits his target, who, as he is dying, reveals he was one of his own team members, who was targeted because he has an encrypted drive detailing the corruption of CIA official Denny Carmichael, played by Bridgerton breakout Reggae Jean Page. Now in possession of the drive, Six is a moving target as all assassins are now focused on retrieving that drive. In order to find him, Carmichael hires Lloyd Hansen, played menacingly by Captain America himself, Chris Evans. He's a former agent who was kicked out of the CIA because of his psychopathic tendencies. The rest of the film is a globe-trotting trip around the world as Six tries to evade capture, or worse, death. I give this film a... Moderate Shove It. The action was fun for the most part, and if you like non-stop action films, you may enjoy this one. But it was just that, non-stop. Great action films know when to come up for air, and this one just didn't. Also, there were attempts at humor that seemed improvised, and it didn't really go with the tone of the movie, so when those moments did happen, it was strange. The actors all looked like they were having fun, and it is fine to watch if it's something you may be interested in, but it's not very memorable and slightly too long. Finally this week is the National Geographic documentary about two volcanologists who traveled the world to learn about the mysteries of Earth's volcanoes. This is Fire of Love. This is Katya, and this is Maurice. Tomorrow will be their last day. They will leave behind hundreds of hours of footage, thousands of photos, and a million questions. Showcasing the work of married scientists Katya and Maurice Kraft, Fire of Love shows both the danger and beauty that Earth provides. The Crafts were well known in the late 1960s through their untimely death in 1991, killed by the very thing they loved, a volcano. And I'm not giving anything away as this is revealed right at the beginning of the film in addition to the trailer that you just heard. The film follows the couple from the time they met and discovered their mutual love of Earth science and is put together like a love story as it follows their passion around the world. Securing endless footage, director Sarah Dosa weaves in gorgeous shots of volcanoes erupting with archived interviews and footage of the couple in both their personal and professional lives. I give this film a... See it! The film is very interesting and educational, but not in a boring way. Seeing this couple's work move from sheer curiosity to becoming advocates of educating vulnerable populations was fascinating. 
They made the decision early in their marriage to not have children, and they knew the risk of their profession. Katya and Maurice are shown as opposite personalities, and there are moments of levity throughout when you see their personalities break through. I really enjoyed this, even though it was a standard documentary with voiceover narration and no supplemental interviews that you tend to find in modern documentaries. But again, I didn't find it boring and was captivated throughout. If you are into science-based documentaries, you'll like this. That's it for this week's featured films. To recap, Nope is in theaters now and is a see-it. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is in theaters now and is a see-it. The Gray Man is on Netflix now and is a moderate shove-it. And Fire of Love is in theaters now and is a see-it. Additionally, it's time for my lightning round reviews of some additional movies in my segment called Quick Picks. As I mentioned earlier, in addition to giving you quick summaries of recent releases, Quick Picks will now sometimes give you recommendations of films starring or directed by the people associated with our featured films of the week and where you can find them on streaming. For the talent behind Nope, here are my recommendations. Daniel Kaluuya won an Oscar for his intense performance as Black Panther chairman Fred Hampton in Judas and the Black Messiah. It is an incredible performance and an incredible film, and can be seen on HBO Max. Kiki Palmer got her first big film in the great 2006 Aquila and the Bee, which can be seen on the Roku channel. Steven Yeun, who you may know from The Walking Dead, was nominated for an Oscar for his performance in the fantastic film Minari, and that can be found on Showtime. Jordan Peele's directorial debut, the Oscar-winning thriller Get Out, is available for rent across all platforms. Jenny Slate, the voice behind Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, once made a film with her then-boyfriend Chris Evans, the star of The Gray Man. And that was the 2017 film Gifted, about a man raising his orphaned niece. It is also available for rent across all platforms. Also in The Gray Man, Ryan Gosling got his first Oscar nomination as a caring yet drug-addicted teacher in the incredible film Half Nelson, which is streaming on Stars. And Oscar winner Billy Bob Thornton, also in The Gray Man, starred in the first season of the TV adaptation of the hit 1996 film Fargo. The anthology series may be sputtering out as it ages, but the first season was great, and that can be streamed on Hulu. Well, that's it for this week. Binge It or Singe It is still on vacation and will return next week. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I really am grateful. Support your local theaters by going to see some of the movies I reviewed this past month, and while you're at it, Share my podcast with your movie and TV-loving friends and family in person, and on social media. I really do appreciate all of your support. On deck next week, Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart join the DC League of Super Pets, and The Office alum BJ Novak stars in the thriller Vengeance. Follow me on Instagram at BrewstersDad73, and rate me wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll catch you next time.
This episode of See It or Shove It was recorded in Orlando, Florida, and is produced by Gregory G. Productions. Music by Mysterio Music. All rights reserved.